Well, good morning. It's uh, Tuesday, August 16th, 2022. Tuesday, August 16th, 2022. Slava Ukraine, Heroium Slava. Hey, uh, you know, uh, wasn't able to do a lot of editing this morning. I got a, uh, something to do that I got to get to. Uh, but I'll get out as much as I can. And yes, yesterday someone mentioned I confused Marjorie Taylor Greene with Amy, Amy Coney Barrett. Uh, you know... They both have three names in their name. So that's what, you know, it popped out of my head. Anyway, uh, that's, when, <laughs> that's what happens when uh, most of what I say is from the top of my head. <laughs> so we'll start with Russia. Uh, Russia said it would do everything necessary to allow specialists from the International uh, Atomic uh, Energy Agency to visit the Russian nuclear power plant at Zaporizhia. Uh, Zaporizhia. Uh, but warned a mission through Kiev would be too dangerous. United States Nations spokesman uh, Stephen Dujaric said uh, the UN could uh, provide logistics and security support uh, if Russia and Ukraine agree. Uh, the United Nations has the uh, has the logistics uh, for that. Um, uh, UN spokesman uh, Stefan Dujuric also uh, said the UN uh, Secretariat has no authority to block or cancel any IAEA activity so they can go if they want. The UN and Russia said uh, UN Secretary, uh, Gen- uh, Secretary General Antonio Guterres spoke with Russian Defense Minister Sergei Shogu about conditions for safe operations at uh, Zaporizhia. Uh, Vladimir Rogov, the Russian-installed official in the Ukrainian city of Enerhodar, said that in the space of two hours, some 25 uh, heavy artillery strikes from M777 uh, howitzers had launched near the Zaporizhia, uh, Zaporizhia nuclear power plant and residential areas. The uh, Russian-appointed uh, administration, of course, blamed Ukrainian forces, which is very possible. Uh, I don't know why they're using M777s. I guess those aren't really strong enough to put a hole in a nuclear power plant. Uh, Yevgen Yevtushenko head of the administration of the Ukrainian-held Nikopol district, uh, which lies across the, uh, the river from Anarhodar, said the shelling was carried out by Russians who were trying to make it look as if Ukraine was attacking the city. Uh, Nikopol is just around the river bend from Zaporizhia. The, the, the river there gets very wide. It's almost like a little lake. Um, and it's just around the river, just uh, west of Zaporizhia. Uh, Russian's defense ministry says the military warehouse near the town of Zakoy in northern Crimea has been damaged by sabotage. Russian state-owned news agency RIA reported that munitions exploded during a fire at an arms depot in the town of Meskoye. Uh, in Russian annexed Crimea. Uh, the fire erupted at about uh, 6 in the morning uh, uh, at the military storage site. At a Russian uh, military airbase air near the settlement of Gvard... Why are their names so hard to read this morning? <laughs> settlement of uh, Vardeskoye 
in the uh, center of Russian-controlled uh, Crimea. Uh, the Russian Commerçant newspaper has reported plumes of smoke were seen. There's no reporting on this yet. I think it's an air base. Uh, uh, but I'm sure we'll hear more about it tomorrow. Uh, Defense Minister Sergei Shogu has said Russia does not need to use nuclear weapons in Ukraine. Uh, speaking at a Moscow International Security Conference, Shogu alleged the Ukrainian military operations are being planned by the United States and the United Kingdom and that NATO had increased its troop deployment in Eastern and Central Europe several times over. Yes, we announced that long ago. <laughs> Uh, Russia's defense ministry said British reconnaissance aircraft violated Russia's air, uh, airspace, the uh, border, rather, near uh, Cape Svyatoy and Nos between the Barents Sea and the White Sea, and a Russian fighter jet forced it out. Uh, Foreign Minister Peke Havisto has said Finland will reduce the number of visas issued to Russia's to 10% of the current amount. And the EU, much of the EU is probably going to follow along with this. But we'll see what happens in the next week. I mean, uh, already a couple of countries have done this. Uh, now that I have your attention, let's try and fix the world. And let's see if I can get through this report that I have not edited. As I expected, the Justice Department is opposing the release of details in the affidavit that lays out the argument that investigators made to a federal magistrate judge explaining the probable cause it had to search former President uh, Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate last week. Arguing for some continued secrecy, the Justice Department made clear the seriousness of the ongoing inve uh, criminal investigation, saying it implicates highly classified materials. Uh, the Just Justice Department wrote, Disclosure of the government's affidavit at this stage would also likely chill future cooperation by witnesses whose assistance may be sought at this investigation pro process, as well as in other high-profile investigations. The fact that this investigation implicates highly classified investigations, uh, high, highly classified materials, further underscores the need to protect the integrity of the investigation and exacerbates the potential harm if information is disclosed to the public prematurely or improperly. Uh, the Justice Department, uh, Justice Department said in its filing that disclosing the affidavit details at this juncture would cause significant and irreparable damage to this ongoing criminal investigation. I suppose that means Republicans will somehow find a way to leak them, right? Uh, CNN, the New York Times, uh, CBS, the Palm Beach Post, the Miami Herald, the Tampa Bay Times, the Wall Street Journal, the Associated Press, and ABC also requested the judge unseal affidavits, and Republican politicians have continued to demand that the Justice Department explain their reasoning for taking the dramatic step to search Mar-a-Lago. Uh, Democratic Senator Mark Warner of Virginia, chairman of the Senate Intelligence Committee, and the panel's, uh, uh, the Intelligence Committee's top Republican, Senator Mark, uh, Mark Rubio of Florida, sent a letter on Sunday to Garland and top intelligence officials requesting a classified briefing on the documents seized at Mar-a-Lago. Democrats are afraid the affidavit isn't valid enough, and the Republicans are hoping it isn't valid enough. Uh, I think someone in the Trump inner circle has given him up, and I hope it's one of his children. Um... You know, I wonder, I wonder if, uh, 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 if they can just give it to Mark Warner since he is the chairman of the Senate Intelligence Committee. 
and decide not to give it to Marco Rubio because Marco Rubio would certainly give up information to his Republican colleagues on the sly, and he can't be trusted. Moving on to Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. Rudy Giuliani has been told by prosecutors in Georgia that he is a target of the special purpose grand jury investigating whether former President Donald Trump and his allies violated the law in their efforts to flip the 2020 election results in Georgia. Uh, To which I say, damn, if he's a target for what he did, then what Trump did in that phone call is way worse. And that means Trump is also on the menu for an indictment. Uh, A prosecutor for the, uh, well, they haven't said that. That's what I'm saying. A prosecutor for the Fulton County District Attorney's Office called Giuliani's Georgia Council yesterday to inform him that Giuliani is now considered a target of their investigation. Uh, Bob Costello, another attorney for Giuliani, said, this comes on the heels of us making him probably six or seven times, asking him probably six or seven times whether Giuliani was a target. Who cares? Why would they tell you in advance? Uh, Giuliani is the first uh, from Trump's inner circle to be told he's under criminal investigation. That does not look well good for Trump, does it? Uh, More orange is about to hit the fan. Donald Trump's longtime finance chief is expected to plead guilty as soon as Thursday in a tax evasion case that is the only criminal prosecution to arise from a long-running investigation into the former president's company. Alan Weisselberg, CFO of the Trump Organization, was scheduled to be tried in October on allegations he took more than $1.7 million in off-the-books compensation from the company, including sent car payments and school tuition. Weisselberg's, and we talked about the story long ago, Weisselberg's lawyer, Nicholas Gravanti Jr., told the New York Times yesterday that Weisselberg has been engaged in plea negotiations to resolve the case, but did not specify terms of potential plea deal. Uh, the judge overseeing the case, Juan Manuel Merchan, uh, scheduled a hearing for Thursday, but did not say why. Everyone believes he's pleading guilty for a deal, but the deal may not require Weisselberg to testify or cooperate in any way with an ongoing criminal investigation into uh, Trump himself or his business practices. Moving on to no one likes the CIA, especially when they pull some secret crap that people don't like, which, you know, like is every day. Um... U.S. lawyers and journalists filed suit Monday against the Central Intelligence Agency, uh, former director Michael Pompeo, and CIA-linked Spanish security firm and its CEO, alleging unconstitutional searches and seizures of their electronic devices. This while they visited Julian Assange while he was in the Ecuadorian embassy in London. The lawsuit, which was filed in Southern District of New York, seeks damages and a return of all information which was improperly gathered during visits to Assange while he was living under the protection uh, of the Ecuadorian government from 2012 to 2019. Lead plaintiff's counsel Richard E. Roth explained that unbeknownst to them, all of their equipment when they went into the embassy was taken Imaged, and in addition, their conversations were recorded by a company at the direction of Mike Pompeo of the CIA. Whistleblowers, and I'm sure that was under the direction of somebody else, whistleblowers from the company uh, Jerez de la Frontera-based UC Global alleged that uh, the firm founder, David Morales, 
worked with the CIA to surveil Assange and Ecuadorian diplomats at the London Embassy. Ross said it is somewhat startling that in light of the Fourth Amendment protection we have in the Constitution that the federal government would actually go ahead and take this confidential information, some of which was attorney-client privilege, some of which were, were journalists, even some of which were from doctors who visited Mr. Assange. Uh, For U.S. citizens who visited Assange, this violates the Fourth Amendment protections from unreasonable search and seizures. Contents of the plaintiff's digital devices were secretly copied by security personnel directed by the CIA, and that information was turned over to the CIA. Uh, Plaintiff uh, Deborah Herbeck Uh, A media lawyer who has represented WikiLeaks uh, journalists and videographers said that as an American attorney, I have the right to assume that the U.S. government is not listening to my private information, private and privileged conversations with my clients, and that information about other clients and cases I may have on my phone or laptop is secure from illegal government intrusion. Herbeck explained on, on arrival, there was a strict protocol for the protection of Julian We were told passports, mobile phones, cameras, laptops, recording devices, and other electronic equipment were turned over to uh, the security guards in the lobby while visitors like me were visiting with Julian in the embassy conference room. Uh, The guards next door were taking apart our phones, removing and photographing SIM cards, and we believe downloading data from our electronic equipment during our meetings with Julian and the embassy. Uh, Recordings of our confidential conversations and the current contents of our electronic devices were being delivered into the hands of the U.S. government. We all know it happens, but it's nice to know they get caught now and again. Uh, Firm founder David Morales worked with the CIA to surveil Assange and Ecuadorian diplomats at the London Embassy. Uh, David Morales from UC Global appears to have been recruited by the CIA, though, uh, associates of Sheldon Adelson uh, uh, through uh, through associates of Sheldon Adelson during a visit to a tech conference again with Sheldon Adelson. Um, moving on uh, today, watch the elections. Boy, this is uh, man. I'm getting through this quick. Uh, watch the elections. We we may get stuck with Sarah Palin. I mean, she. Uh, uh, we'll see what happens, and may lose. Liz Cheney. Originally, I thought we could keep her because her name recognition is so high, but it doesn't look good for her. She's losing by a lot in the primary. She will not be. She may not be running for office, but we'll see what happens today. A court in Russia has fined a streaming company Twitch two million rubles, which is thirty-three thousand dollars at this point for publishing unreliable information about alleged war crimes in the Ukrainian town of Bucha. Bucha. Earlier, the messaging service Telegram was fined 4 million rubles, which is 66,000, for refusing to delete content related to the conflict in Ukraine. Uh, And I'm sure the fines are piling up for Telegram because there's stuff out every day. Um, uh, Yeah, uh, uh, kudos to Twitch and Telegram. For allowing stuff to stay. Nipsey Hussle got a star on the Walk of Fame uh, yesterday. Uh, um, the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce used to say that, it, you know, if you were dead, you had to wait at least five years, or the, your heirs had to wait at least five years before they could um, get a star. I guess that rule has changed because he died in 2019. 
Anyway, short one today. I have a lot to do. Sorry. Uh, That's it. Thanks for listening. Tuesday, August 16th, 2022. Tuesday, August 16th, 2022. I truly appreciate you. Uh, So sorry I had to be short today. Uh, Bring someone with you today or tomorrow if you can. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Tweet to me questions, insights, or come fight with me at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Or maybe maybe you just want to send me a story. Maybe you want to say hi to me. Maybe you want to call me out for, for uh, yeah, maybe you want to call me out for, for saying uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene instead of Amy Coney Barrett. <laughs> you can tweet that to me. Uh, but remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles.